0: Camp. I'm Dawn. I'm Deidre. I'm
1: Dina. Welcome,
2: welcome to, to Ozarks Paints and, and Hooch.
1: This ain't no fancy academic check your references kind of deal. This is four girls from the Ozarks sipping
0: and spewing about haints, Hooch, and history. Hey everybody welcome to our oh my gosh Third episode. I'm Deidra, and I am your mistress of ceremonies today. Yay. Yay! So not only is this our third episode, but it's our second Bigfoot installment. So you're going to hear some more Bigfoot stories here in a little bit. But Yay. just a few. Yeah, I know. Very exciting. Um, just a few little housekeeping things. We want you to go find us on Instagram and Facebook. We're at Ozarks Haints with an N pooch um, and again we're, we're on Instagram and Facebook um, and be sure and wherever you're listening to us give us five stars for uh, the wonderful job that we're doing for you Yay. tonight and, and the last uh, other episodes. Um, want to let you know that you might hear a meow or a barking dog or possibly a lawnmower in the background <laughs> so just a disclaimer we are not professionals here we are just four girls in three different states. It's with four <laughs> different types of tech, of technology, so no judgment, all right? And cocktails. We're, and cocktails. Oh, 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 oh. We are here to have some fun, and we hope you have some fun along with us. So we are uh, going to start off with Dina. She's going to Lead us in with our um, cocktail, our themed cocktail of the evening. And then uh, Pam's got the big one tonight. Woo, Yay, Pam! Woohoo, the big one. And Dawn has the little one tonight. Yay. So. <laughs> All right, so Dina, tell us about the cocktail. It brings back so many uh, college memories, right?
3: <laughs> okay, well, so when. um we were talking about doing the bigfoot i was like ah somebody needs to do a fuzzy navel for the cocktail and i was like wait no i'm gonna do the fuzzy navel for the cocktail (laughs) good call i have no other um, cocktails to go off of because my choice so in a little uh i i however don't get to drink this um, this recording. I had some unexpected uh, gallbladder surgery, so alcohol is not on the get better soon Boo, list. Hey. So, are you sure? I know. What I am doctor so are you talking to? <laughs> I guess I would enjoy this. Alright, so what you need for your fuzzy navel, for your Bigfoot's fuzzy navel, I guess we can call it. You need a three-fourths cup of orange juice, a fourth a cup of peach schnapps, and a fourth a cup of vodka. <laughs> And you put that in a cocktail shaker, combine the ingredients with ice, and shake to mix. And it says pour in two cocktail glasses. What? One would be just fine. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Yes. Garnish with an orange slice if desired. And that one actually um, came from the farm wife drinks right off of Pinterest there down mm-hmm. there's our drink wish You're i could added. have it Hope Yay. you enjoy. i am having enough for
0: both of us dina so okay
3: well good <laughs> hey Maybe i'm I'll just gonna in a couple
0: weeks
1: i'm gonna tell you that when i went to the liquor store to buy peach schnapps gag i asked the man if he had a mini bottle <laughs> he said
2: no <laughs> oh, i buy a freaking pint Ew. girl oh yeah. well I'm i sorry. i just sorry. want you guys to know i'm on my second so there you go Okay. okay. Well, I'm technically
0: on my second, but it's because I had a really big glass. So it's still my first, but I did what Dina said and poured it in a really big glass. <laughs> oh, good All, right. All right. That sounds good. And I'm enjoying it. And like I said, it's bringing back lots of good co- well, lots of college memories. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. So we're going to, I guess, dive right in here. And uh, Pam, You are going to um, bless us with the big one this evening, so tell us what you got. What are you you sharing with us this evening?
2: All right. Thank you, ladies. And uh, yes, I have a a story to share. Now, um, this is our second in, like we said, in a line of uh, uh, Bigfoot-themed stories, and uh, there are so many of them that... uh, uh, this one is called the blue man of spring creek mm-hmm. and okay. uh, when i went to the google like you do there are a lot of other blue man um, legends did you guys know that no no uh, yeah <laughs> right, me neither okay and, and, uh, all right you threw me no, no. And, uh, and um, is this I,
0: an
3: exam <laughs> no <laughs>
2: I'm going to be throwing things to you, each one of you. So, so be ready. Okay. So, yeah, one of them that I learned about that I had no idea about is the Blue Men of Minch. It's, oh, now I have heard of them. Okay, it's a Scottish legend. They swim the seas, and they sometimes sleep in un- underwater caves.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: When they sleep, the seas are calm. But awake. They can conjure storms at their whim. (laughs) Uh, They can be, uh, they're about the size of a human. And indeed, they are blue and they have green beards. Hmm. Some Hmm. pictures have them with tails like a merman. And uh, so there's that slant. Um, And then uh, uh, they can be friendly, dependent on their mood, if not treated with respect. So, I don't know how you would disrespect.
0: Well, me the too. Seas. So, I must be part blue man. <laughs>
2: <laughs> how they would disrespect the sea. But anyway, there's, there's another blue man legend. So, uh, yes, the blue man of Spring Creek. Um, Spring Creek is in southern central Missouri in Douglas County and it joins with the Big Piney River. Now, you guys tell me where that is. You know where that is?
1: Yeah. Okay. So Douglas County is really, really, really rural. (laughs) How many many fuzzy navels have I had? And um, it's between Branson and Springfield.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah, I saw it on the map and I knew that's really close to where you girls live. So I had to throw that to you. Yeah. So where it joins the Piney River is where Spring Creek is. Okay, Okay. so the first account that I saw on the, on the Google is the website Ozarks Alive that was dated uh, July 2017. Now these stories originated, or this first story originated in the late 1860s, and in 1924, the Springfield leader reported that scores of men gave testimony that the legend was true. (laughs) sure they did Uh, yeah
0: yeah were they drinking fuzzy navels (laughs) are
2: they are they all right so now where did he get his name and was he really blue well some say that he was covered in jet black hair that shone blue in the bright sunshine and others say that he wore skins and feathers that were dyed blue from berries but most likely his name came from the first guy who saw him and reported it in early 1865 a hunter by the name of Saul Collins now Saul had a nickname huh oddly enough Blue Saul Collins
3: <laughs> so, <imagine.
2: laughs> I'm not too creative I guess but anyway so Blue Saul was the first one that uh, that talked about um, that talked about uh, 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 the, the man, the blue man. So here's what it said. Um, blue Saul was a fearless hunter. He came on tracks that looked like a bear. He followed them in the snow and noticed they had claw-like impressions. He followed the trail for several hours, then reached the north slope of Upper Twin Mountain. You guys know where Upper Twin Mountain is?
0: No. No. Okay. <laughs>
2: He looked up and had to jump aside out of the path of boulders that were raining down on him. He saw a figure that was unmistakably human, though strongly resembled a vicious animal who was hurling boulders down the steep hillside. So that's the first account, and that was in the Springfield, Springfield Leader in 1924. Now, um. Uh, another source that i saw said that blue saul took his neighbors um every day for almost 3 weeks looking again for the for the big blue man and saw nothing so there's that's the that's the first account um drawings have him depicted as a very large fearsome looking beast that's all blue with really vicious looking teeth, a big club in one hand, and a hog in the other. I thought you'd like that <laughs> dog. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta you gotta have a hog. Well don't you?
3: And a <laughs> don't club, Don't you
2: though? Yeah. <laughs> all right. In the years that followed, uh newspapers from Ozark and Howells Howell counties Reported um, various sightings between the years of 1874 and 1890. So do you guys know Howell County and Ozark County? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yes. And
1: can off. I just interject that I was wrong? I got Douglas mixed up with Howell. Douglas, uh, y'all, is, Douglas where Ava is where
3: Ava is. is yeah. yeah.
1: So it's not mm-hmm. between Springfield and Branson. It's east. Ah. Between Springfield and Branson, but then go east.
2: Okay. okay. But yes, well, we I know we're about a story about Ava coming okay. up, so here you go. Okay, cool. okay. Um, in 1911, a posse raided the blue man's den and found sheep pelts, hog hides, dog skins, bones, and feathers from past feasts. Hmm. <laughs> uh, other accounts said that they just ate the small animals whole uh 1915 loggers saw him near blue rock mountain you guys know where blue rock mountain is
0: no i do not no okay Mm
3: -hmm. well that
2: may be another reason why he got his name blue who knows Mm. so um 1915 was really a banner year for for the blue man's uh, rise to prominence because an origin story came uh, in uh in uh, uh, 1915 that was uh was really funny and i'm going to refer this back to back to this later but they um think that the blue man is a descendant of a fur french fur trader from before the revolutionary war which, uh, you know, that whole part of the country was under the Louisiana um, jurisdiction at that time. But uh, so it was a French fur trader who was accompanied by a beautiful Spanish woman from Florida. So that might have been the beginnings and the origin story there of the blue man. All right. Um,
0: I like how he used the uh, feathers and hides to possibly... Um, jazz up his uh, appearance.
2: Well, maybe he'd seen um, other men-like uh, people that were covered and mm. thought maybe it was a, a, a conscious uh, um, uh, um, choice of his. Yeah, okay. All right. <laughs> Whatever. All right. That's
1: interesting, though, that they found a den. Of, yeah.
2: Yeah, that's yeah. That's what it said. A posse. A posse raided his den and well, found all these things when a posse raids your den <laughs> i don't even know how to finish
0: you better I have sagged. a fuzzy navel in your hand
2: <laughs> or you tell the big one like i am Turn yeah off. yeah there you yeah. go wah, wah. <laughs> okay so uh in in 1915 uh this was would have been uh, 50 years after um uh, blue saw's first sighting Jay Tabor reported to the Republican that his hair had gone gray, his body was not so robust. <laughs> this, is the, this is what I really like. He was still very active, probably the best living example of the simple life. <laughs> huh. I thought that was very um. Odd. Except uh, for his clothing choices, which, well, yeah. Yeah, I guess. Uh, anyway, <laughs> that was, uh, yeah, that was in uh, 1915. Okay. Tear off one sheet. Here we go. There were reports also in 1915 of hearing ear splitting screams and then discovering that you were missing a pig or a sheep or a goat. Hmm. Oh. And around that time, people were apparently really panicked about this because uh, they, wouldn't let, they, um, they wouldn't let their cattle graze. They would lock up their livestock at night, and sheep were watched by, by herders with rifles. Hmm. So okay. this was in, uh, you know, 1915. Really crazy stuff now. After this uh, flurry of excitement in 1915, the blue man went into hiding, apparently, for 10 years because the talk died died down and there were no reports. Um, In 1924, November of 1924, a guy by the name of O.C. Collins, I don't know if he was related or not, it it didn't say, so uh, I don't know, he was searching for his two lost sheep and saw him. In March of 1925, the Nevada Daily News posted a story about Ava's postmaster. And uh, he was responding to a question from a California man and the postmaster wrote, quote, stated as fact, the man is now dead, but many of his children live in the wild state on the banks of Spring Creek, all colored blue live in the nude, subsist on small wild animals such as bear, wildcats, and mountain lion, which they devour raw. Many of them stand as tall as seven to eight feet and weigh upwards, guessing, to 300 and 500 pounds. They are often seen carrying young horses and cattle on their shoulders to their dens on, or, or large caves where they live. No one in this country vit- ventures out at night in this vicinity, as to do so means sure death. End quote.
0: Mm, wow. <laughs> uh, very dramatic. Yeah, very dramatic.
2: Very dramatic. Yes, very dramatic. That was 1925 uh, in the Nevada Daily News. Okay. All Weird. right. Then we move to 1938. The Bunt brothers, B-U-N-T, the Bunt brothers, were running their dogs and found, and their dogs were just barking up a storm and finally got to the foot of the tree. They found the man up the tree. They found the blue man up a tree. Okay. Okay. He He didn't have any weapons, but he had a skin around his waist and skins on his feet. They weren't exactly sure how to proceed, so one brother left with the dogs, went back to town, and the other brother tried to talk the wild man out of the tree. (laughs) He coaxed him with food, with clothes, a place to stay for about a half hour, and the blue man stared at him. That was it
0: place to stay
2: come on come on
1: down I got a place I got a I got an extra bedroom come on so by this time they're really pretty
2: sure it's a man well that's what everything that I read that's what they're that's what they're uh, indicating yeah but then he's seven or eight feet tall seven or eight feet tall covered in black fur one account huh. said curly uh-huh. so that means to me that it was shorter hair as opposed yeah, to weird. longish hair like you see sasquatch on tv and so forth right. Hmm. right so there you go so um oh man you know this has been really fun and and uh, as we as we get into our ozark folklore and legends you know everybody loves tall tales and everybody's spinning the yarn to see just how far it'll go and Everybody loves a good ghost story and remember and but you got to remember that uh, back in those days there wasn't any entertainment there wasn't any tv there might have been a radio but it was just a way of life to share these stories with uh Mm -hmm. with your um with your family and your friends as entertainment or to scare the children or whatever you know we talked about that some last week and all these stories are are going to do a lot of that um While the Blue Man is one of the more obscure of the Bigfoot legends, the tales of these creatures are still strong in the region, which leads us to the interest from reality TV. Or like one of the guys said on one of these shows, said, reality TV, not real reality. So... in 2015 animal planet did a show on the blue man called finding bigfoot and then Hmm. we mentioned last time that rob lowe brought his uh his crew down to where's my sheet brought his crew down to To, um, to the hoochie koochie
3: mountains the hoochie Coochie mountains
2: (laughs) dina I tried to explain to you, it's called watch mm-hmm.
3: well, well, anyway. it better?
2: <laughs> well, Rob Lowe brought his, uh, his crew down to, uh, to, uh, for a Sasquatch hunting trip. But, um, also a lot of uh, people feel squeamish about sharing it. If they've had a sighting, um, then, uh, you know, they don't maybe they don't want to talk about it or, or share their experiences for camera crews you know it's uh, right. and what they'd said is that the locals don't hold a whole lot of credence in these tall tales but the outside world quote swallows them whole hmm. okay. <laughs> so i just have one little thing to say in closing i want to go back to the uh, to the origin story that I know that my my girl friends will uh, will appreciate the way this is worded. (laughs) He, uh, uh, the the, uh, French fur trader that had the beautiful Spanish woman, apparently, quote, he lost interest in her and traded her to an Indian chief. And then after that time, the trader left, she lost her reasoning and lived for years, a demented creature of the hills. Mm. Oh. Oh. what did he trade her for? Yes. Uh, <laughs> who knows, What'd he get? get. Um. <laughs> yes. And, and the, the last line of this other, uh, not the, well, I got the sources on, on the page, but uh, when pioneering settlers were coming to the Ozarks between the uh, 1820s and 1840s, the blue man race, probably retreated to the more remote Boston Mountains in western Arkansas. Oh. So there you go. There's the long drawn out tale of the blue man of Spring Creek.
0: Well. Interesting. <laughs>
2: nice.
0: That was very so, good, Pam. Very it was good. Very good job. Yeah.
1: So I have a question. So sure. the the last time you hear anything about him before he goes down into Arkansas is
2: when? Um, 1938 was the Bunt Brothers. Um, it didn't, uh, now that source didn't tell me what paper that was in. This was a, a different website than the, uh, Ozarks Alive. I'll have to check back and see what that is, but yeah, 1938. But I thought it was funny that, uh, the Jay Tabor, saw him in 1915 and he was 50 years old by then and was gray and less robust so um, might be that all these stories are just perpetuated from there i mean we know how that works right
0: right Hmm. so yeah that was good yeah it was very good so just a reminder that um we will have um all of our uh research Sources? our dedicated research material um <laughs> links available uh for you if you want to do a little more digging or or you know just fact check or whatever but we'll have all that information posted on uh, the facebook page and the uh, instagram page so
1: yeah you can fact check all you there want because <laughs> yeah. well, we ain't gonna yes.
0: <laughs> right.
1: that's right <laughs>
0: It's yeah. much
2: more fun just to have another sip of your fuzzy navel.
3: Yeah, <laughs> that's
0: right. Yeah. Right. All right. Well, that was uh, that was fun stuff. So um, we are going to move forward here, and Don's going to tell us about our next blue man. No, no. Don's going to tell us about our next <laughs> bigfoot type. Um, uh, what are they called? Cryptids. Is that yeah, right? cryptids. Yeah. yeah. So hey, that's a. That's a word i learned in my research that's um <laughs> yeah thank you so dawn give us your little one <laughs> uh, don's got the little yeah, one I do. Yeah, I do. share I do your little one, one with us dawn. Um, okay all right so
1: you know uh so my sources uh, basically from this um are, is a web page called "The Beeman Monster: The Legend of the Missouri Bigfoot Explained." So this is the Beeman Monster, B-E-A-M-A-N. Evidently, Beeman was a town right near Sedalia, Missouri, which is—I'm not sure—Sedalia is technically in the Ozarks, but it's close enough. It's right, sort of southeast of Kansas City. Um. It was interesting because, so that's where I say that that's where I got my research from. Because if you look at every other source on Google, they all say the same thing. So they're all stolen. I mean, one yeah. person wrote this.
0: That's kind Everybody of the way spell it. That's kind of the way my story was. I mean, it all, you know, referred back to uh, the Harrison siblings. So yeah. There you yeah. Go. yeah. But like
3: I saying. That,
2: I noticed that too on my blue man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, word for word. So that will
1: just. Uh, children, that just cautions you about the internet and, and how, how it is. So, (laughs) anyway, um, okay, Uh, the Beeman monster is a Bigfoot Sasquatch relative, relative, named after the town of Beeman. Um, Legends about the monster vary. Some, you know, this, the, the legend of the Missouri Bigfoot explained, called him a Sasquatch, but um there's there's several descriptions of him, I guess. So um some describe the sasquatch oh my god, what is wrong with me? The sasquatch creature. A fuzzy. <laughs> fuzzy. You're just I mean, so fuzzy even, You're I'm a fuzzy. I'm just fuzzy
3: that mouth fun. instead of fuzzy <laughs> navel. Yeah. Fuzzy
1: mouth. Ew. Um <laughs> I've you know when you wake up in the morning and your teeth have sweaters on them. Oh look
2: mm. Okay.
1: Yeah. All right, back to the monster. Um, they Okay, some people describe this Beeman monster as a Sasquatch creature, the spawn of a 12-foot-tall gorilla said to have escaped from a circus train.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and evidently, tales regarding the Beeman monster have been told for generations in the Sedalia area, even though, evidently, those tales all use the exact same words, because that's what you find. Um, <laughs> So, um, there's just a list of sightings, um, testimony by people that have seen supposedly this monster. So, Russell Holman, an 81-year-old native of Sedalia, uh, whenever that particular website was created, said that the legend of the Beeman monster can be traced back to the 1900s. His father told him a circus train got wrecked in the year 1904, during the train crash, a 12-foot-tall gorilla escaped. Many people oh. believe that the Beeman monster was really the offspring of the escaped gorilla. And it doesn't say, and what else? Like all the monkeys running around Arkansas, or I mean, Ozark, the Ozarks. <laughs> maybe ah. a hillbilly.
0: Maybe It'd a green and a hillbilly. The,
1: one of the blue people. I don't know. Oh, yeah. So um, oh. Holman says that one of his uncles residing on Glen Road had told him about a hunt that happened in his cornfield during the late 1950s by pe- people carrying all sorts of shotguns to catch the Beeman Monster. And this is him speaking. It seems like they revive that story every 50 years, he said. Dad said when the boys would get out of hand, they'd call out the Beeman Monster if you didn't behave. And they would see anything. Uh-huh. So... This Beeman monster, I guess, around Sedalia was sort of used like the boogeyman to scare children into behaving. Mm. And so really was a very local legend. A 29-year-old Sedalia native, Damon Smith, claimed to have seen the creature and described it as something like a coyote or wolf. Different.
0: Different. Hmm. Mm.
1: Yes, Smith saw this monster when he was around 10 years old. He was riding in his uncle's pickup truck when a wolf-shaped creature emerged from the woods and started running at the sides of the vehicle. Um, This is him. I've seen what my uncles told me was the Beeman legend, says Damon. I haven't heard anybody speak of it since I was little. It wasn't quite animalistic. It's hard to explain unless you've seen it. Hmm. Okay. Other strange happenings occurred around the farm of Smith's uncle. Smith remembered when a pig was found. Okay, here's a pig mauled to death. (laughs) Mauled, so there you go, without any signs of another animal, such as tracks. Another time, and this is still on this farm, a dark figure moved around in the woods during a thunderstorm. He said, quote, it's like one of those things, it could be something or it could be your imagination. It's not like Santa Claus or the Easter Bunny. I think something does exist that's unexplainable.
2: (laughs) Oh, I like that. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah.
1: So this is a 10-year-old, you know, he probably just saw a big dog, but who knows? Okay. So there have also been reports of large footprints. Steve Mallard who grew up near Smithton, saw some when he was about 12. Mallard and a friend went behind his parents' barn to dig for worms to go fishing. It was a spring morning with dew on the grass and the boys saw a spot where it looked like a deer something had laid down. Then they noticed the footprints. Quote, there were these huge footprints. We followed them down to the pond and just got spooked. They were big. We couldn't stride that far apart. Um, Mallard says he thinks the Beeman monster may exist, especially after watching documentaries about American Indians who described seeing similar creatures. Mm. Okay, quote, I get made fun of, uh, for it all the time, but I know what I saw that morning and I'll never forget it, he said. Some (laughs) say the Beeman monster was a prank in the 1950s. Mm. I don't, that's all that said. They didn't Mm. elaborate on that or anything. Okay. (laughs) Jerry Laudenberger, 65, of Sedalia, was in high school in 1957 or 58 when Broadway Boulevard was widened to four lanes. Quote, this was about the same time the technology came along that used strobe lights as a caution for road construction, he said. Some teenagers stole a construction sign with large, round, yellow flashing lights, covered it with brush, and hid it in a field near Beeman. (laughs) <laughs> we would, dr- <laughs> yeah. yeah, we would drive out there just to see who was out there checking on the monster, <laughs> mainly oh. to see who was gullible enough enough to see the monster. It did kind of look like eyes flashing. Lauderburger's or La I'm God, a- Laudenberger said he knows the culprits behind the prank, but quote, "I've held the secret for fifty years. I'm not telling now."
2: <laughs> oh, <laughs> so, men. I did it,
1: no, (laughs) right, (laughs) Um, so anyway, yeah, when I was looking for other uh, Bigfoot kind of creatures to do a smaller story on, there aren't really that many besides the blue man and Bigfoot that, like Dina did, Um, but I thought it was interesting, I don't know if they still have this now, but um, Sedalia hosted a dirt bike, dirt bike race they called the Beeman Monster, Oh, it is really, it is really very local. And um, I actually put in um, an interlibrary loan through my university for a newspaper article to see if it was different, but it didn't come in in time because um, the Sedalia, this, what was it called? I don't, Southern, I don't know, some Sedalia, Missourian or whatever, wouldn't let you read it online. So I don't know if, Hmm. I don't know. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll report at a later episode if that article ever comes in. So that's it. That's the Beeman monster.
0: Okay. Yay. Yeah. Yay. Oh, Thank well, that's you, interesting.
1: Well, Good so way, um, that was
0: very interesting. So I was just thinking, you know, I had never really heard about um, Momo or Beeman or, you know, any of these other than, you know, Bigfoot. Um, and then it, it, I just remembered there was, it was the greatest little eclectic restaurant in Branson for a, a time being, uh, called the Blue Man, and um, uh, I had forgotten that they had named it after the the Blue Man. They named it after the you oh. know they had a great big uh, piece of artwork uh, uh, of him of a Bigfoot that was you know covered in blue fur and where and was stuff. that? It um it was across from Whitewater remember that t-shirt shop and up, it was upstairs of that kind of mm. cabiny two story looking oh yeah 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 t-shirt shop and it was kind of outdoor seating sorta and um and on the second Granson? floor Isn't yeah it was it's not Granson? there anymore and i okay. it was really sad cuz the food was good and the people were fun and it was a neat kind of theme you know but anyway um that I think that was the first time I, they had a little, I think they had a little story about him and that was the first time I'd ever heard about anything, you know, like that other than.
1: And was he a yeah. Bigfoot? I mean, was he picture Bigfoot? Yeah. yeah.
0: He looked like Bigfoot, but he was blue. Hmm. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so I want to know since we are, are both of our stories were kind of short.
2: Like, what do you think?
1: Uh, now that we've all had a drink or two. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Um, uh, you know, I'm I'm just I'm not sure what to think. I mean, people are are accounting these things in on newspaper articles. Uh, you know, I left out three things. Can I can I share those here real quick? Sure, please. Okay, so uh, yeah, in that still in that uh, 1915 flurry when he was uh, so popular, the Stanberry headline said that wood haulers saw a strange creature several times. Do you know where the oh, Stanberry headlight? Do you know Stanberry? No. That? Okay. Oh. I'm looking a,
0: it up there right now. Okay. So keep going.
2: Then the Moberly Weekly Monitor.
0: Yep. Heard of Moberly. and know okay. somebody from Moberly. Uh, yeah.
2: The blue man was seen in eastern Douglas County, north Big Fork, and Indian and Spring Creeks. So Stanberry is way northwest. Way. Oh, okay. All right. Hmm. Huh. And then... Okay. Uh, mountain grove now that's different than mountain home mountain homes in arkansas right Mm -hmm. no well i mean there's a mountain home yeah right view mountain view is what i'm thinking oh okay okay no
1: mountain views
2: missouri mountain
1: home is arkansas you're right
2: oh there's a bunch of mountains
1: okay yeah i get them
2: all confused (laughs) Um, the mountain grove journal in 1915 reported a wild man at large and these sightings at that same year were uh, reported as far away as St. Joe. Wow.
0: Interesting.
2: I know. Yeah. Yeah. Because you so, guys you see,
1: like, um, uh, Mountain uh, Grove is kind of by Ava. I mean, it's in that same general area, kind of. But mm-hmm. those others are way
3: far away.
0: Yeah. 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 So I, I was thinking, you know, I, you said earlier, um, Pam, I think it was you, the, about, you know, how things are, are, they didn't have the internet, they didn't have TV, maybe the radio, whatever, you know, and so stories kind of grew, it's like that, what's that game where you, you tell somebody something at Gossip. the end of the Gossip. line, yeah, or and telegraph, so, or telephone, yeah, right, or and like so, that. I mean, it kind of, kind of that theory, I mean, I'm sure there was some truth to um, whatever the original story was, and, and I mean, I, I don't know. I, I, it's like paranormal and ghosty stuff. I think it it's depends on what the story is and, uh, you know, everything has to be taken on a case by case basis, but, um, Oh, I know. Who to say? Yeah. Who I who's mean, to say, I don't know
2: exactly who's to say. And I, uh, you know, I'm never one to say that I don't believe in ghosts <laughs> as, as soon as I do or, um, something will happen that'll scare the mm-hmm. mm out of me mm-hmm. Well, but, you're on uh, the right podcast you yes.
1: are but <laughs> <So> you know,
2: <laughs> but, uh, you know uh, are they are they going to harm you you know that that's another a question to ask too so there are, may be spirits there may there may be spirits mm-hmm. in the same room with you especially mm-hmm. you know some of those remote places in in tennessee and arkansas man it's it's calling for it i mean it really calls (laughs) well
1: you know okay so science is refinding so many species now that they thought were extinct and suddenly this fish pops up or whatever and i was going to say the boston mountains especially in arkansas are so um remote you know. they
2: are and that's mm-hmm. what i thought was interesting about that last uh, that la- that other source that i saw that said that western arkansas the boston mountains of western arkansas might be where he retreated because it was less populated yeah. than mm-hmm. southern missouri and mm-hmm. northern arkansas yeah.
1: yeah yeah i remember i mean so part of our family you know lives in oklahoma And so we would, and another part lives kind of around Ava. So we had these family reunions we would go to. Mm
0: -hmm. And the
1: ones in Oklahoma, at least when I was a kid, um, like I can remember being in the car and being really young, like five or six or whatever. And you would come down these mountain roads and there'd be little puffs of smoke. And I remember asking what those were. And they were, and you know, grandpa said, those are moonshine stills.
0: And, and I, and we, and mom, I remember
1: everybody talking about it and it's like, yeah, this, you know, most of the roads back here aren't even paved. I mean, this was in the sixties, right? So you had that one windy highway. Right. Right. Yeah.
2: So, I mean, you don't know what's out there. You don't know. Right.
1: That's
0: what I think
2: we don't unexplained phenomena i love it
0: i love yeah. it i know what do you think dina we know how your husband feels <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I feel the same way i'm not going to rule it out i'm i'm kind of uh true to my missouri roots you got to show me show me you know show me state you show <laughs> me for me to believe it all the way but i'm, I'm not going to rule it out just like the gentleman that I talked about that man was not someone that would make up stories like mm-hmm. that. He saw something. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I I just believe that, you know, they all believe they saw, I think, most everyone. I'm not going to say all. Most everyone believes that they saw something. And mm-hmm. I, who am I to say that they were wrong?
1: Right. Plus, you know, you go, I always tell, okay, the professor in me is going to come out now. I always tell my history students, you got to think about, you can't think about you in 2020 reading a story from 1915. You kind of have to put yourself in the 1915 sort of mindset. Yeah. Yeah, And you know, the Ozarks, again, I'm not admitting, I'm the oldest, but I can remember when I was young, before Deidre and Dina were around, mom and dad would have people come visit them and they literally thought we didn't wear shoes or have running water. And we lived in a subdivision. (laughs) You know what I mean? Oh girl,
2: I know that exact story because I know that exact story. And let me share just briefly. uh, It's the very same thing. See, mother and dad were in California when I was born. They moved to Washington state and made a lot of friends. We were there, they were there for like five years. And then we moved back to Arkansas, where both, they're both from. We moved back to Arkansas for me to start first grade. That was a big deal for me to start first grade in Arkansas. <laughs> but we had friends over the years that would come uh, to Arkansas to visit us from northwestern Washington state. That's a big old trick. But uh, my mom, never let me forget it, this woman named Mabel walked in the house and said, well, you have a nice house. Uh, Mm -hmm. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. see, that goes to the very same point. They thought we had wood floors, we didn't have shoes, we didn't, um, yeah. But
0: but
1: more to that point, there were people, even when I was in elementary school that didn't have electricity. Oh, so, I, know I mean, it's real rural, right? So, that's why yes. I'm saying you don't know what's out there. And we all think in the 20th century, how silly, but there's still places in the U.S. that are wild enough to have things we don't know about.
2: Yeah, so remote that they, you know, right, exactly. Uh, yeah, never mind. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. <sighs> well, what else we got know. to cover? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, let's I don't see. Know. I know. I I feel like we uh I don't I feel I feel like we could just go on. You know, we we had kind of a get together yesterday um and and talked and talked one of these days we probably ought to just go ahead and record those. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> when we're just talking about stuff just our little just brainstorming just because, because, yeah. yeah
2: yeah brainstorming
0: because we're really next? silly yeah, really yes. silly sometimes but okay so we'll see you in a couple of weeks we want you to send us your story ideas we want to thank you for listening and uh, don't forget to check us out on facebook and instagram and give us those five stars bye everybody Bye. Bye-bye. See ya. Bye. Oh, hey, and remember, if you liked it, tell all your friends. And if you didn't, keep your big, big mouth, mouth shut.
1: shut.